You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 296 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Ricky. You guys, what happened to the... Okay, so so we got to start off by talking about the weather, of course, because now Ricky... Ricky, take yeah, your Ricky. take your hat off and Tell look us, into the camera. Let's. Uh, is it going to be partly cloudy he, he looks, tomorrow? Now with that mustache, he looks like a uh, he looks like a weatherman. That's what uh, <laughs> that's what Shane decided. So it's like uh, I want to know it. the weather for the next two months. <laughs> they I'll, usually I'll do it out about a month, don't they? They go, hey. The problem is, it got cold again, and so so did uh, you know so did my heart because it's oh like I was heavens. I was so happy for it to be warm. And I can't wait. But Joe Bob being on tonight, that's a big, that's a big, that'll, uh, warm, that'll warm my up. heart. Yeah. Yeah. That warms you up a little bit. So this episode, we're actually doing something that kind of hit me a little weird. Listening to Rob Zombie's new album for the podcast. It's called The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse. Good thing he's he's creative. You know? I mean, and yeah. He's, he comes he's, up with he's, that He's stuff. like, you know. As he does with all of his artistic in- endeavors, <laughs> he's, he's like, very artistic. What are you going to call the album? Educated Horses. Listen, I don't know, uh, but I don't want anybody you're... ever to remember the name of the album. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I think so. he put, types it into like a, a random word generator. Yeah, right. It says something, and then he's like, whatever spits out of it. <laughs> uh, it that came out uh, this year. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, a couple it, months it's ago, brand new, yeah. And we're talking about something that we should have talked about a long time ago. First time we're talking about Candyman on the Corpse Cast, which is crazy because Candyman. it's kind of a it is uh, horror crazy. classic. You know? And it's also crazy because I feel like this is the very first time that I actually watched it. Oh, I've, really? It's been on the TV. Yeah. It's been around. I get it. The the hook in the hand and the bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, this is this, this is the first time I've actually went. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've it's, I've seen it a thousand times, just never paid attention. You know what's funny is that there's actually two sequels to this, and uh, the first sequel, uh, Farewell. Oh, now the flesh. I just messed it. Farewell of the Flesh is really pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. But then the third one, Day, Day of the of Dawn the of the Day. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. It's awful, but at least you get to see Donna Dierko in like tight tops the whole sure. time. You know, it's. So I now like is that, that is oh, that shoot, the, sorry. now is that the same gal that's in no, this none one? Of them no. Have the no, same. no, 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 no. Except for Tony Todd. Tony Todd, TT. Um, the uh, actually, there is there is one thing that's a spoiler that I'm. His middle name starts with an I, so it's Tit. Hell yeah! Man, I don't really have a lot to talk about. Tony, I intro. Tony, yeah, it's like Tit. Ignatius. Yeah, Ignatius. Yeah. Igna- Ignacio. How, yeah. igna- how do you say that word? Uh, Ignacio. Ignacio. Dude, uh, you know what? Ishmael. No, never mind. We might do it on the show, so I won't talk about it right now. Anyway, you guys have anything to talk about? I mean, this is such a small, uh, short intro. I, it's a little crazy. I just have not. I mean, 
life's been going on. It's just been, hey, I've been watching yeah, a ton kinda, of horror movies, but it, it's, it's like, you know, it, it's it's what happens when you, you know, yeah. when you get your, old and every day is the same. To, uh, other things. I, I wanted, guess. you know, I did want to sit you guys down and tell you about the hook hand and the bees. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a movie that's about those three things: hook, hand, and bees. Is that how you do it? Well, it's with a hook, hand, and bees. It's like, by the way, son, uh, here's a plate of cookies. Let's go ahead and talk about that. The was hook, in hand, the no-no room. Have you had that no. conversation with your kids? I did have that conversation with my kids. Was it, I'm assuming it was much different with girls and boys. Well, no, I, okay, so love? I didn't have it. I didn't. Um, so my. So Ember had so it with my daughter. Make oh, love. oh, you only had, had it with my, your son. I had it with the boys, and they're they're so they're close enough in age. That like um, I could just do one gotcha. instead of my dad who had to do it like with each one. three <laughs> times with three boys. I and mean, we had two and you do the whole insert the penis into the I went like this and they both just went. <laughs> right. That's how you it's like, do. listen, they, I'm, as, un- already in school. I'm as uncomfortable as they are. Let's be real. It's not like it's something that I sit there and want to talk to my 13 or how old were they when I have maybe like. 12 and 13. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. It hasn't been, I mean, it's, it hasn't, it's only been a year or two or something like do that. You, right? uh, do you give us a little bit, a little snippet of kind of how the conversation goes? Well, most of it was like, I, I did, I know this sounds when weird. When a man loves a woman. No, most when of it was. When a man loves a woman. You just have it playing in the background. No, <laughs> most of it was just like, okay, guys, we must respect you know, we must respect women. We must get consent. We must, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just because I'm like, I, you know, that's a big thing. In Always this day get and culture. consent before making love. Uh, get it on tape, guys. <laughs> yeah, get uh, it on make tape. Sure. Written affidavit. Yeah. yeah. And, Non-disclosures. Come and, uh, on. And not, uh, notary. Th- then I told him the bad Republic. things that can happen. I'm like, you could ruin your life with a pregnancy, an early pregnancy. You could. I'm like, but daddy. You could get your. But daddy, you had us. Was that. Yeah, uh, I was 26. Did, did I was like two life, months daddy? from 27. That's no. True. No, I told him. I told him that. Uh, now you guys didn't happened. ruin my life, but you can ruin your life with an early pregnancy. So, and I told him about diseases, and I told him stuff like that, and then I'm you just get syphilis, gonorrhea, and I didn't sit there and you I get didn't pus coming out of your pineal. I feel it like that was disgusting. more of it because it's I feel painful. like I mean it's 2021 or it was 2020 at the time, maybe 2019, but it's like what kid hasn't seen that shit? Right. Tell a kid, do you want to go in and get a Q-tip dipped right down your piss hole? <laughs> it's kind of like getting soap up you your pee hole, daddy. This stings real bad. I made love to this woman. She was unsavory. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and, but but I, I mean, I also talked to him about, you know, the great responsibility that comes with it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you have to like, be. Like uh, Stan Lee. With great power yeah. comes great responsibility. Yeah. And, talked yeah, about but that, that was, I mean, but that was basically it. I mean, I In wasn't. one sentence. I wasn't. Kinda... It's funny because I even read a book about it. I read a book this thick before I did it. Everyone fucks. And, no, <laughs> no, it was like a, it was a, it was an LDS book. You how to talk to your kids about sex. So, <laughs> so I read the whole thing, and then like, but it took ever, me a book this big to give them like a twenty minute talk. <laughs> and at the end of it, you go, but don't do that until you're married. Did they have like follow up questions? Oh uh, no, they were all weirded out. Did, were they it was all yeah. No. Dad, tell well, me about well, here's thrusting. The thing, here's the thing though. So these so are also the, the two dudes from your midsection. Um, I just said do it with whatever feels right. It's weird, and I and I said this is how you masturbate, <laughs> and they're like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, yeah, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, but you got to realize that I'd gone to like the the elementary school maturation program with both of these they're, they're one year yeah, apart in school too. 
And maturation. Yeah, yeah. they they show you penises and oh, vaginas and all this it. stuff. I remember that in school. And I remember me and me and my son both. I mean, both sons, but different years. We were both just in the back laughing, cracking jokes, and everyone. But you were in the class with them. Well, yeah. no, yeah, they brought us in oh. to do it with them. I didn't. Ours was just students. I remember. And me and a friend of mine, we just could not hold it in laughing. Like, we got thrown out at one oh, point. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So we're laughing. My son's, you know, this. it was kind of a rerun both years. I would crack a joke really quietly, and then they'd like, <laughs> you know, and then the rest of the dads would look at us like all weird. And I'm like, what, man? Look, it's all, are we on the same page? This is uncomfortable here. Everyone it's like there the was even there was even one of my son's friend's dads that told his wife that told Ember about it. And Ember was just Jesus, like, Jesus, that's a... And it's just like, you guys are the most boring circles. assholes in the world. Come on, guys, this is fun. Anyway, why don't we get into the show? Because I don't really have much else to say about that. And it was as awkward for me as it was for them, trust me. Gotcha. It was, it was crazy. Uh, Ricky, why don't you do us a favor? Why mm. don't you tell us what we do first and what the question is? Spoiler. Um... What we do first? We do voicemails, bro. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Shane Come does. On, Rick. How Shane long do, you? How long Shane, you been doing this? Ricky, I need you to do this. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's he's starting off slow, folks. Shane does the voicemails. Shane. What we do oh. is Jesus, Ricky. I really need you to pull through here. <laughs> a nice little assist. What we Shane. do is we ask we we ask a question each episode. We're very excited and humbled by your calls when you call in. Yeah. That's 385-351-9273. And when you call in, we're excited to listen to them. And that's what we do now. And what was that question? This was a um, viewer's choice. Uh, throw us your questions. Give us whatever you want to hear for the question of the episode. We did get a few calls. I have no idea how many t- total because I haven't looked yet. I'm, I'm, I'm slacking, too. It's okay, Ricky. I'll check uh, Facebook, too, after. All right, cool. So uh, why don't we get right into those calls after this jingle? Whiz bang it. <laughs> it's the question of the episode The question of the episode Call into the bone phone Leave your answer at the tone Question of the episode All right, guys. Uh, so let's go to the phones. Let's see who we got up next. Uh, okay, I'm not sure. Here we go. Hey, Mike, Shane, and kind of new guy, Ricky Astley. This is so-and-so, and I'm Ricky so-and-so. Astley, hey, that's yeah. a compliment. Anyway, Turnburgers from Montana. It's been a while. Turnburgers sure. from Montana? Go ahead and cue Mike or Shane doing their best staying impressions here if you'd like. Yeah. Anyway, I've been catching up on some old episodes I missed out while being drugged through the deep, dark trenches of addiction. Ooh. Now, one of the episodes I listened to, the favorite, the question was favorite kill. Hands down, that has to be anal shotgunning from the I Spit on Your Grave remake. Kind of unsettling, <laughs> yet I find it supremely hilarious. Wait, what um, movie did he say? I Spit on Your Grave. The remake. I Spit on Your Grave remake. Okay, anal, I, just anal missed I just missed that. So, I mean, I, I was just, all I heard was anal gunshot, and my brain went, boop, 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 boop. There's also an anal gunshot in the uh, Jason Statham movie uh, Crank. You know what we're gonna do? Two, really? I well, I can't wait till the trivia is about anal <laughs> shotgun shots. <laughs> yeah, we just need about ten more, right? Would yeah. you say ten more movies? Because I feel like I'd shots? have it now. Let's see. Do I get three guess- three guesses? One is a remake of uh, Spinning the Grave. Is it Crank? No, it's one or the other. Okay. Uh, it's anal gun blasters too. 
What's yeah, a good Lex question to go over? Yeah. I'm going to try this. Let's do it. If you guys could remake The Glorious, and I mean that with most sincerity, you 1986 read... movie Trick or Treat, oh. What, oh. Music, what musicians would you replace Ozzy and Gene Simmons with? Oh. And if you could change out Sammy Kerr and Eddie with musicians as well, who would you replace them with? Well, it's good talking to you guys. I'll talk to you all later before I get GP. Thanks. All right. Okay, so. He has been listening. So yeah, he's 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 he an old school all, guy. He, GP he knows all the lingo. Listen, you know what? GP has been dead for quite a few years now. I mean, yeah. all in his honor, we love GP. I still can't go for the for the filthy filth filth spit it out Philadelphia Phil- Eagles. Oh my Philadelphia gosh, Philadelphia Eagles. But but every time they win, I'm always like every time I see them win, I'm going. You say oh, he's, he's smiling up and Does Mark Wahlberg yes, still play I for do. them? Or? <laughs> yeah, he tried out in like 1974. <laughs> he's still playing. No, so so what do you think? Are we answering? or Are you taking this down to ask? Huh? Are we answering this question? or Are you taking this down? Or um, you... let's just answer this one. So okay, so trick I, or I, treat. I, I want to go with D. Snyder in the uh, in the uh, uh, DJ in the Gene role? Simmons. But that's only because he was on, uh, on uh, um, uh, what's that show called uh, with Adam Green and all that stuff. Can you be a DJ? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't. I can't yeah, remember the name called, of the show uh, right now. Uh, Holliston. Holliston. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, but I don't know. I mean, you gotta I watched have somebody. Two episodes of that before I went. Oh, I bought the whole thing. I bought the whole thing, and it was. Oh uh, boy. And it was uh, signed by those guys too. I like it. I Even like D. It. Snyder. No, oh, no, it wasn't by D. Snyder. It was only by the two main dorks. Uh, okay, but I don't know. You need to have somebody who's very gregarious. I wish that uh, gregarious. Yeah, you know, loud, boisterous, in your face, ah, like, like you know, like good- intense, fun, whatever. Greg. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, what do you think though? And uh, like, I want to think of it as a new, as a kind of a newer. Yeah, that's type thing. that's that's something that needs to be pondered. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I love Trick or Treat. I think that's fantastic. And so you want to replace Gene Simmons and Ozzy, and possibly Sammy Kerr. I would like to I, the the I would like to uh, replace Ozzy with uh, Tobias Forge is because oh. because remember he was a he was a uh, Ozzy was a preacher in that on the TV right mm-hmm. and I feel like that would be kind of funny. You know, just having Tobias out there doing all this thing after singing a ghost, you know, all these years or whatever. That's true. Yeah, that could be funny. That, I think that would be pretty funny. But as far as the DJ, of if Gene Simmons, oh, that one's a tough one. That one's a tougher one for me. Oh, so you were saying D. Snyder would be the I was saying Sammy Kerr yeah, he, character. Well, well, no, I was thinking he would be the Gene Simmons character. Oh, okay. but, but they're kind of from the same era. And I mean, maybe not exactly, but kind of. Like let's do a new and what new people are crazy. Yeah, like I'm trying to think crazy. of new bands. They're all all the ones I listen to are sad or or like whatever. Sad How, or, oh, or happy or glad. I you know what? Here here's what I'm doing. I'm replacing everybody in that show with members of Manowar. In Manowar oh. dress up. Okay? Done. That's not bad. <laughs> the singer has to be Sammy Kerr. Uh, he. But the problem is, is, they're all like sixty in, in their sixties now. So it's like, Moscone Letter on the MTV. Yeah, hmm. that's true. But they could have been in the original. That's that's kind of when they were. They could have been in the one before that. The, <laughs> se- have you seen the seventies version of uh, Trick or Treat? No. Jesus, you got to see that. There's not one. Okay. Oh yeah. Jesus. I was, I was like, there. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I, I see never that. finished the movie. No, you didn't like, dude. I that was perfect. It. 
And then I was like, I don't like this. Dude, I feel like I feel like Sammy Kirk could have been played by Blackie Lawless, but that would have been in the original. I mean, I think, not now. I think he may have been thought about for yeah, that I role. Yeah, I do. I do too. To be honest with you, I want to say that was in the trivia or something on that. Oh, IMDb. it could have been. It could have been. Blackie Lawless was thought but who's, about. But but okay. So let's say if it were to come out now, it'd be more like teenage related, right? Because they're going for the you know the kids in high school. That one dude's getting the what's his name the something man the the, the skip big, tall man no skippy skippy oh yeah he he's the rag man the rag man that's what i was thinking about but you've got but you got to think about super Who's the goofball of these of of today we don't know the well, problem I'm, I'm is thinking we about, don't know like having a daughter who listens to We're like dad we've brides. got dad bods okay <laughs> we got double dad bods post malone's kind of silly okay oh he'd be great in any movie you put him in <laughs> i'm gonna ponder that you want to move on Ponder. Ponder. Okay, so uh, Don and Nelly, here we go. Hey, what's going on? D-Man. Don and Nelly here. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a couple of questions. Uh, One to possibly use um, on the show, and then one just for you guys to answer. Oh. Uh, The one for the show, what is a uh, genre movement from the past that you want to see resurrected? Ooh, that's actually a good uh, one. You know, you want to see uh, a hammer throwback, or you want to see a um, 70s gothic vampire throwback, or a universal monster mashup throwback. I want a King Um, Kong versus Godzilla type Sort of like how you see all those these 80s uh, retro slashers or 90s teen slasher films, you know, stuff like that. What would be a genre movement from the past that you want to see resurrected today? And, you know, of course, how would you do it and so on and so forth you taking this down ricky but uh the one for you guys i don't trust you you ask us all these horror questions why don't you ask us metal questions every now and then thank you thank top five guitar solos um, here's why because ricky does them now i never did either though so i mean top that's fair five guitar solos yeah i mean why we could that would open up so many more like available questions like, Ricky, you just got to start listening to uh, Man of War and Wasp. Ricky's like, top five guitar solos you ever heard in your life. <laughs> and he'd be like, mine is Nirvana's in blue. One would have to be He's the beautiful, delightful sounds of uh, David Gilmore. <laughs> I mean, I love the When that guy lays fingers uh, Dude, do you know how he does it? He, like, he does it out on the piano and then remakes it with his guitar. I mean, it's just beauty. Yeah. I mean, I prefer the sweet clarinet solos of Kenny G. Uh, by the way, he plays the alto Clar- saxophone, what first of he? all. I Second of all, clarinet. Nope. Alto sax. Oh. No, I played the clarinet in junior high. I was not Ricky is a as cool as a... No, I played the baritone, the, the alto, and the... Did uh, you bust that the, shit? The sax- no, it's... No, there's always some B word that was first chair and i couldn't beat her because she was a nerd and she would totally word uh, uh, she was a bossa nova she was a bossa nova and she, she would totally all she was so into it and i was just like i just want to come here with my natural talents and win so you're saying kenny she played the sax not the clarinet who's the guy yes. yanni is that he the one that played the clarinet yeah the, i can't i thinking G- of yanni <coughs> no yanni played the keys no yeah. who am i thinking of that plays the clarinet uh not uh your dude bro sorry yeah, but but to, but to be fair, Kenny G did play the straight. Yeah, the alto sax. No, that wasn't the alto. The yeah, he the, played uh, the straight the, sax. No, it's it's the uh, it's he liked not the, the alto. It's the uh, 
So it's like soprano sax. It's not meant like a saxophone. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's a soprano oh, sax or something okay. like that. Yeah, because the baritone so it's a, saxophone it's a clarinet. is like. Oh, it's basically a clarinet. But the only similarity is they're both woodwinds because the fingerings are different because there's a different key that you have to play in for both. You're welcome, Mr. Brimhall from eighth grade Farmington Junior High. I remember your shit. Um, I'm good. Uh, jeez, top five. I don't know if what I said is true. You know, by the way, do you, do you think he, he's embracing or, his saxophone? You know, something like that. Like you have to too many. I have no idea. If I'm... Why don't you do metal every now? There was a lot of fingering going on in the class. So, uh, Don and Ellie, I couldn't agree more. No need to include that, but um, yeah, I guess uh, that's all for today. It's not a bad idea. You know, like always, so. stay safe, take care of yourselves, and talk to you guys next time. Cool. Appreciate you calling in. By the way, why don't that should be question of next episode. At why why doesn't Instagram. the Corpse Cast ask more heavy metal questions? Because they're assholes. That's what it would be. Yeah, anything you put down there. So why well why aren't you doing well, why don't a we better do, job of what you're we doing? We could do. What's your top five metals? You know, we're talking mercury, iron. <sighs> oh, I like that too. <laughs> is it aluminum? <laughs> is it what is it? <laughs> you know what mine's gonna that be. That gave me a jolly laugh. You know what mine's gonna be. Are you serious, bro? Steel. And steel. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Darian up next. <laughs> oh, the D man's calling in two times in a row, gentlemen. Jesus. Yes, he is. This is padded room podcast. From the padded room again. So what you're you're outsourcing your question now? Is yeah. that what you're doing? You want us to just do your yes? Your whole in job defense for of you? Ricky, I've done so let's this. Let's just before. do the whole podcast for you from now on. <laughs> yeah, Mike, please, Shane, Ricky, lazy bums. <laughs> All right. So, Fair question enough. of the episode. My question of the episode would be: uh, Which horror movie has the greatest soundtrack? Ooh. And my answer Ooh. for my own freaking question of the episode would be, of course, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, okay. 45, grave. you know, grave, all that stuff. Yep. Do you want a party? It's party time. That's a good show. That's a good movie and a, a good soundtrack. So yep. That's what I would go with. Oh, also, Mike, last episode, overdrive. you talked about something very near and dear to my oh, heart, the Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, dude. <laughs> saxophone. We must be the same age. During every softcore Yes. Moment of yes. the Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, I don't know about yeah. you, man, but that was a critical time in my sexual awakening. Hell yeah, it was. And because of that, now every time I hear smooth jazz, I get a little bit of a trouble. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fellas, thanks smooth, for a good show. Keep up the good jazz. work. I'll call you again next week and talk some more shit. Sweet. Sounds that good. sounds great. Thanks, Darian. <laughs> and they do a padded room, Darian and the boys. They have a padded room on YouTube. Oh, cool! They, they, I do li- they do live streams. Oh, okay. They do. I don't know if they're still doing them, but they're so wait, they were so, doing them. So they're actually not just filming it where we can edit whatever. No, they get the people that I, call not, in. And I'm go, not going to lie to you though. I never better. edit shit. I never cut anything out, both on our video or our audio. So what kind of what we? Well, I edit out before talk and at, you know whatever. But that's Except just because that episode where Shane kept saying the n word. Well, I didn't. I yeah, didn't. Was, no, I didn't edit that at all. It, oh. it came out. But the reason why I said that was because you know, you guys were afraid. He wanted of to it. be edge lord. Edge. I'm an edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, Tony Zoni called in. He's got. He called in three times, and that's all we got. So Wait, why did you guys have answers to your? Like, no, save that one because I feel like one? that's a good one. Because okay. you know what, I actually have something to talk about uh, when it comes to Candyman as well. So, but uh, I'll save that for the movie part. But here's Tony. Oh, by the way, Tony, I watched West of Zanzibar. Um, 
the one that he's been like saying, uh-huh. you got to watch it. You got to. From- I can't remember in the twenties. It was a silent film, and it's like Gross. that. Gross. That was kind of old boy <laughs> before old boy came out. Well, it was, was kind of crazy. Fucking? No, not not exactly. But it was just so like you're saying. Be careful what you wish for. Zanzibar. It was good. May have taken. Oh, old ripped boy, off old boy. Uh, no, old boy <laughs> oh. may have taken to the heart concept, to, the concept, yeah. but it went way further because concept that, of what revenge? No, of kind of, kind of. You'd have to. Say, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away on either. But do I have to listen? Watch because it's a story of ultimate revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this, the go. Yeah. But, but do I have to watch this? It? Is a little bit. This is. This it's is a different. silent movie. He said, "I ain't watching a silent movie." All right. Well, I unless watched there's it. a slide whistle. In there I guess. <laughs> I guess you could make like your own soundtrack to it, or your own. I did too. Someone and mine was like this. <laughs> that was my soundtrack the whole time. <laughs> Someone falls off a building. You want to hear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was. Perfect. Uh, uh, this we should have been. What's the name for the? person that creates sounds the sound For design movie. guy no the sound a, master there's a name the, the king Call of sound i get uh, sound you know lord. who knows <laughs> the sound don and ellie knows don Anelli. what's the name of someone that creates sound effects for movies He'll call it in next time it's, around. It's the sound we'll lad. There's a name yeah. for the it. The laddie. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. sound laddie. The laddie. All right. Here's uh, the oh, first. No, I had one. Uh, there was this really funny scene in Deuce Bigelow. This too. better be good because you totally Fine, cut me off here. Wait, wait a minute. Hold no, on. let's go. No, he go. Said, wait. Hold oh, on. He said there's close. a really funny thing in From Deuce, Deuce Bigelow. Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the I got to know. The sequel. So Even worse. Even worse. I got to hear it. What? There's this small person, this little person that jumps little out of a person. window. Like a midget or just yeah. a short person? Yeah, a, little in, person. Into, they don't like that. Yeah, a midget. They don't like midget? Jumps out of a window into a lake. And he, as soon as he lands. Was it that black guy? That black as midget? As soon as he lands in the water, and there's a big splash, but you just hear a little no, like a little like pin drop. <laughs> I've seen a, uh, I've seen a, uh, I've seen a, a, a YouTube video about so that. Funny. It was funny. All right, here we go, Tony. Hey, handsome Mike, my sweet boy Shane, and little baby Ritzy. Ah. What is going on? Tony out in Arizona calling in for a question of the episode, uh, which was something like, uh, I think for this show, it was going to be what questions mm-hmm. would we like for the show. Last time did this, he gave us like 10. So for me, I guess I maybe what I'll do somewhere. is give you a question it. and then also give you my answer to that one. Perfect. And that would be if I could, if you could bring back any director or actor. Uh, this from is the a good past one. And do it. Put them in no, a you modern. Write it down. Day Your movie. brain's not strong enough. What to would you do? Remember. I'll just have them direct a modern day movie. That type of thing. Really. And for me, That's I would probably get two guys from the Wayback Machine. I would like to see what Lon Chaney could do in a uh, in a modern movie. I I thought that he was one of those guys that was sort of ahead of the curve as far as how he acted and how he approached (laughs) things. Uh, You'd probably say that he would be more of a method actor if you were talking about types of acting. As far as maybe for a director, again, going in the Wayback Machine, probably Todd Browning. Uh, He had some pretty visionary ideas. I think Todd Browning did West of Zanzibar. uh, And very interesting concepts if you look at uh, what he was doing and what he was kind of approaching. Todd Browning would go. (laughs) Or the way he was approaching things, I guess I should say. All right. I always take cues when Shane does weird uh, faces to make sure to put it on him in a couple of minutes. With the question to the last episode, which was uh, some movies that you would like to see a sequel to, whether they had one or not. And. 
I'll oh, yeah. talk to you guys here in just a second. And he did not lie. Hey, hey, my beautiful boys, Tony in Arizona calling back with the movie that you'd like to get a sequel to. I'll give you a couple. Okay. The first one was that movie Brightburn where it's basically, yes. you know, what okay. if Superman Tony came to that, Earth yeah. but instead of good was evil. I'd actually like to see a sequel I did like to that. that. Uh, Storyline, I don't know. Maybe you have him because it, it was seems it seemed that as he hit puberty or whatever and as the ship sort of took him over because we don't really know what kind of an alien he was but as sort of some of the switches were flipped uh, or perhaps he, he was sort of almost the became human that we are oh almost Ugh. immoral i guess not necessarily even evil it was just things didn't matter maybe because he was so powerful so i i would like to see maybe some of that stuff explored you know i don't know how long or, or that movie would be or maybe if it was even uh, you know, like a 40-minute thing or a one-hour kind of a short type thing or maybe even a little bit of a series. Um, but I, I always like that movie. There's also, uh, if we go back, and I can't remember what year it was, like maybe 71 or 72, something like that. There's an old Steve McQueen movie called Bullet. I do remember and that. in there he plays a Bullet. San Francisco police detective. Part of the movie is there are some it's about what happened to the men. Bullet. And I was actually totally intrigued by these. They were a pair. And these guys, they were older guys. You could tell that they had worked together. And I always thought, oh, it would be cool to see he a movie be, or, again, maybe a maybe series laugh and choke depicting on my those guys. I won't really spoil what happens to them in the, in the, uh, in the movie Bullet. But uh, I remember when I was, whenever I watched that movie, I always think, oh man, I would love to see sort of the go on kind of the uh, the ride alongs with these guys. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't want to get GP'd again. I think I got a little bit of time left. Oh, let's see. What else? Mm-hmm. Tony, we want I don't know. There's more been questions. Well, like, I don't, without going into too much detail about it. Uh, maybe I'll call back in a little bit if I think about kind of what I want to say a little bit more. So sorry for that. Anyway. Nope. Here he is. Once last time. One la- once last hey, time. Hey, sweet boys. I'm not even drinking. Once last time. One last time. So one of the things that I had, I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd, and one of the things that I kind of had wanted to change with the movie, so if I could redo some of the sequels a little bit, and one of the ideas I had was that, in the journey to sort of Anakin becoming Darth Vader, one of the things that I thought would be a cool idea is if uh, Padme was actually, as a politician, was like, hey, you know what, things are too chaotic. We need a strong person, and what we need to do is work on getting the Chancellor to be the Emperor, and then we'll basically take over from him. And that's what kind of pushes him over into the dark side, and then you could have the other stuff kind of well, play out a little bit. I don't know. Uh, what he's but I also about. like the idea that how about instead this? of how it turned out in Luke the Luke never saw his father. He never knew. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. What? Sorry, I got something in my eye. Well, see you Luke. later. I don't know what that lying bitch was telling you, but I ain't your father. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm here to kill you. Basically becomes Darth Vader almost overnight and is in the suit kind of overnight that you would have a movie where the events transpire 
and he is sent out to hunt down the Jedi. And as he is doing that and going from place to place, and over time, he slowly gets more and more injured or beat up and loses parts of, him, of himself, loses parts Which of his ones? humanity I mean, isn't he just way. like and a also potato? Somewhere in there, I don't know how or whatever, but maybe the Emperor kind of just rolling around downhill going on and <laughs> basically <have> orchestrate Padme's <laughs> uh, death to make it look like oh, it was his fault all, yeah, all along. Anyway, uh, that's kind of it, I guess, for my dopey ideas. <laughs> Not dopey. But, uh, I just don't get it. You guys him. are all doing well. Doing great. If Ricky is You're back, wonderful. I'm glad to see that he, he is. is back. I have not Baby, been able I'm to get back. caught up on my podcast. Baby, stuff, I'm so. back. You can blame uh, me. I guess I will sign off for now. So here it comes. My kiss first. That's uh, all that matters. Thank you guys so much for calling in. Um, okay, so can I explain one thing? Sure. I don't remember any of those prequels. Star Wars movies. Those Star Wars prequels. I, mean, I don't remember I, shit about I, them. I, yeah, I know what he's talking about, but I don't know who the Chancellor is. is the he? Chancellor's the Emperor, I thought. Chancellor oh. is before he gets melted by... Uh, no, that's... D- no. no. Yeah, he gets melted by... And then he turns into the Emperor. When does he get melted? He gets melted against... Uh, uh, who would turn Anakin Scott? Who would turn into Darth Anakin's Vader? Anakin's the one that got melted. And he says, I "Feel the power of my fucking," and then he melts him down. No, I, I, I think he's the wrong. Chan- the Chancellor is the the, the per- emperor. Yeah, pre-emperor. Pre-emperor. Gotcha. Is, is I thought he just got more evil and so dark basically side what over. he's talking about uh, is like when they're in the Senate, they just elect him and they let right, him. Right, right. They, they let him do. A, I wow, mean, I, you bored, Jesus. Ricky? No. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Star Wars maniac, but I I, I know what feel like then, I'm. Yeah. I mean, I don't really I know like how that the right changes path. the story enough, though. Here's what happens. Are we talking Star Wars on this podcast? Yeah. Here's what happens: is in that in the Emperor uh, uh, in the uh, what what's that second movie called? Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's actually he doesn't the tell him I'm your fifth. father because he's not the father. He, is the he just he strikes down. Uh, he strikes Luke down. I, the only changes I would make to those are Darth Vader, Princess Leia, and Padme get buck naked more. Jesus, that's it. That's the only changes I'm on I would board make. for that. I probably would remember more, and I'd probably watch them. And I have no idea what's going on in those. He I'm strikes not him down, and then the you know the uh, the the Millennium Falcon is 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 lowered. You know, perfectly in time for when Luke falls Drops off, off when the he goes, bottom. I'm your father. City. What if he just went swap? Fuck yeah. you! And the dude just fell to his death through endless time or whatever. But you got to realize, man, it's not and what it's went, about. It's about it's it, the real conquest is turning him because he will be so valuable to the dark side. Yeah, and it's the it's the battle for good and evil. I don't is know. It, can yeah. we can we turn Luke into a Vader sitch? Well, that's what they were trying to do the whole time. Yeah, it's oh. it's the story of. Mankind, right? They need to have more stories where it's a Jedi, but they're not like isn't good that the or oldest? Bad. They're just like that? doing their own thing. Isn't that the Mandalorian though? He's not Jedi though. Well, I'm just saying it's kind of. He's the same. not a Jedi. My oh, bad. Jeez. jeez, my my freaking bad. Okay, but I thought Jedi's were inherently <laughs> good. And the guy and got Sith all worked up. There bad you thought minute. wrong. Well, I I mean I probably thought wrong. There's I mean I'm not. I do like the like I said uh, I don't remember shit I, about I those do, prequels. Yeah. I do like the bounty. Remember the Yin Yang Twins? Fuck yeah, bro! That's a kick-ass from the window to the wall. I don't know why that isn't. Because of sweat, <laughs> something about sweat on the balls. To, to, to my shit run down my drawers. Oh, gross. Jesus. So uh, what do we got for next episode, Ricky? Um, 
next episode question? Yeah. If well, you don't I was, mind, I was I mean, really, <laughs> really hoping we were going to get more questions, but I, I like the idea of. Um, well, why don't we do the heavy metal one? Why don't, why don't we do a heavy metal like a, a simple heavy metal one? If okay. you want, why don't we do? Uh, well, I'm not coming up with it. It's your job. It's your best fucking heavy metal album it's a, it's of a all time. How about life. how about like uh, how about top five formative heavy metal bands in your life? Okay, that's a little. Maybe just tough. top three. Top top, th- top three formative metal bands in your life. Or bands, one. period. Top bands, yeah. period. Top three formative bands for you. Yeah. Call that yeah, in at 385 Uh No, keep going. I mean, don't, don't mind daddy. me. <laughs> at all. And it could be uh, Christian metal, Striper, or it could be Slayer, Satanic metal. Or you could be. Shane almost got you canceled could be by young. Striper. You could be young and actually not have to go way back to Striper. Top three bands that formed you. How about yeah. that? Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever floats your boat. That Speaking you, of a band that touched me when I was a child. You. My Jesus. Boo. That's a story I'll have to save for later. Fingered you. When I got backstage at a show and they touched me, <laughs> I won't I will never speak of that. Well, now you we have to those bastards get ready to be canceled. <laughs> All right. So uh you know what we got next though, Shane? No. Yeah, yeah, why, why oh, the are you guys so band. unprepared today? Oh, you're talking it's about like neither uh, of you knows what we've been doing for hundreds Robert of Robert Zambert. So we got we're gonna be playing a, a Robert Zambert uh, song off his latest album. Let's do uh, the Eternal Struggles of the Howling Man because it's yeah, got a good video. It's, yeah. So we'll go ahead and play that and be right back to talk about the album. Sweet. Ha. <laughs>
if there was an award for the king of spooksters, <laughs> Robert Bertley Cummings would get one. Yeah. He's dug through the ditches. He's burned through all the witches. He is the rat that feasts upon the cat. The lead vocalist for industrial rockers that you may or may not have heard of called White Zombie. Hey, industrial. Okay. Industrial style rocks. Rock. Okay. I mean, okay. I I mean, he kind of was on the forefront. It was a lot less vocals in White Zombie. He, yeah. he kind of was on the forefront of the industrial kind of hard rock end of that. Oh, for yeah. sure. Trent Reznor, you know, held the, uh, you know, that. The, but Trent uh, Reznor was the helmet. He was industrial king, but industrial hard rock. I'd probably put to the white zombie guys. Uh, the thing is, is uh, never mind. He has I made know. horror movies and released several solo albums. Is there nothing this man can't do? You might be asking yourself, Shane, who is this guy that you're talking about? <laughs> well, it's Rob Zombie. Like him on Facebook, official Twitter, at Rob Zombie. I like that he got a hold of that. He probably paid someone. Yeah. He oh, pay, also, he, he's he, been around forever. He paid he, good or money. Maybe somebody that works for him. He probably has a PR guy. Official Instagram, at Rob Zombie Official. So he didn't get that one. What do you think his PR guy's name is? Like something cool. Spider Zombie. Spider. Well, Spider One is his Spider. Spider, Spider Zombie is his is his PR guy because that dude's put, trying to put out albums and apparently he's still doing it. But geez, he they ain't up to much. Good. Oh, that's his uh, that's his uh, cousin Bro- or something. That's his brother. Yeah. Remember, we did, did Power we Man Five Thousand. Yeah, the new PM Five K. PM Five K. PM Five K. When they ripped off Union Underground, remember how I did that whole thing. Who who the hell is Union Underground? I do never that. mind. Never no, mind. they Union Underground ripped so, off them. I was we a are a part of the Rob Zombie Nation. I don't know what is it. <laughs> never uh, mind. Something about pulling your pud. <laughs> Thanks, Gramps. Pud <laughs> official <laughs> official website is robzombie.com. The Lunar Injection Kool Aid, and I might add, there's no dash in that. We will not be prosecuted by Kool-Aid, the brand. Gotcha. He took, he took out the da- Kool-Aid without the dash. It was actually Flavor Aid if he's re- referencing the uh, the murder. Yes, that is true. Well, yeah, right. But the brand Kool-Aid, I, yeah, I was, you I, need the dash. I that. wonder if he was referencing that in some sense. Because they did. I assume some he was. Some of them Absolutely did get injected. Absolutely Absolutely, that's what he's. But know, like you said, it was just on his phone. Don't he's drink, like, don't he's like predictive the, text, predictive text. Blah blah blah. Don't, blah, blah, don't drink the Kool Aid. Yep. Right. That's Jim Jones. Flavor Aid got screwed on that though, because that could have been such a PR move for them. But no, Kool Aid got it. Yeah. Flavor Aid's like, fuck, bro. <laughs> we murdered that whole not suicide them. sitch would been fucking <laughs> awesome for us. Uh, the Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy released March 2021, 13th studio album for Dear Robert. 13th Bertley. solo? Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Is it? No, not I have solo. no idea. I don't think I so. Know. I want to say it is. I mean, is. he does put out 13. those like random like just remix albums. So maybe maybe, maybe they're, they're included. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems I like mean, that's. That I mean, you know, it's in his notes. Put, it's in his notes. Do, do not put Call me on deeper in. Do your not notes. fucking put. Hold on a minute. Let me read. Enhance. 
Enhance. Jesus. Do not put me on the cross. <laughs> that shit don't work. 13th studio album. Maybe I might be wrong about that. 17 <laughs> tracks, 41 minutes, 57 seconds on Nuclear Blast Records. Some of his label mates include Demi Bokeh. Mm-hmm. Beast in Black. <laughs> Alcest. Oh, I love Alcest. Opeth. I love Opeth. You know Light that. the Torch. Yeah. All bands we have done on this fine, fine. Wait, podcast. so they did the the instruments to the songs? These bands? Yeah. No, all they're on the bands. record label. But you oh. said nuclear blast, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. I, yeah, he is so on I misunderstood. Nuclear. He's on the nuke the nuke blast. The nuke as we, as we say. You the know, cool dude just, say nuke blast. Yeah, we say nuke blast. <laughs> We're like, you know, what album are you listening to? Oh, oh it's, it's just a little, little one on nuke, nuke blast, bro. <laughs> you wouldn't be interested. You wouldn't understand. So what say you? What do you guys think about this fine, fine, fine man? Robert Bertley Cummings, a.k.a. Robert Zombie, or a.k.a. Rob the Horror Master Zombie. What say you? Um, yeah, I, I thought it um, I thought it was fine. Um, I thought it kind of felt like an older Rob Zombie. I, I agree with that. Uh, absolutely. 100% on that. Like, I still remember when the Hellbilly Deluxe came out. I was, like, 14, 15. I was well into my 20s, son. And um, I love the Dragula song. I saw. The, I remember the music video. <laughs> yeah. And um, ever since then, I've been a fan. I got into White Zombie after that a little bit, too. Um but yeah, I thought it was it's a good listen. I don't didn't like the slower tracks as much. Ooh, interesting. Okay. The only slow one I did like was the boom 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 one. Yes. Boom, boom, yeah, boom, that boom. one was still like I, it was fun to listen to, but some of the other weird like Johnny Cash style. Ones Do you ever feel fun. like he's writing music that is basically soundtracks to his movies? <laughs> Could be. I, I swear, because like I feel like boom 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 is a perfect one. I mean, even even that countryish one that he mm-hmm. did, I really like that. To be honest with you, I mean, it was. I, just, I thought it was kind of boring. Well, I, I I liked it. It was a it was a good change of pace between his. He never went. Yep, yep. I feel that. like Rob Zombie does a lot of what's happening in the in the in the boom 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 in the room. <laughs> I I boom, think boom, that boom, I, you got you got John Five on the guitar. And he goes, "Hey, here's what we're doing," and they're they're kind of vibing on something. He goes, "Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. John Five is a. I mean, I like I haven't listened to anything since probably Astro Creep 2000, right? But John Five on guitar is an upgrade to whatever he had. Yeah, this guy. I mean, there were there were sweet riffs in this. Like, and I love the guitar tone. I loved in and, and there was a lot of different. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for him to have. Different styles and different sounds. Yeah, I and can all almost stuff. see I John like Five that. going, "Hey, boom, diga, doom, diga, diga, doom, doom. Yeah, and there He's was like, even like cool, smooth, like not smooth jazz because we don't want to get into the Red Shoe Diaries again. But I mean, there was even some like just like a little portion of a song that was just like, all right, right. That, that was that was my impression of it. That was nice. Oh, thank what you. you did there. I don't know if that's anywhere near what it was, but yeah. We, so you, uh, yeah, um, I'd say uh, if you're a Rob Zombie fan already, you have to check it out because it's exactly what you want from him yeah. at this point. It's like a raspberry not, tart. Yeah, it's not anything you know different, but it is. It's like a Rob Zombie closer, raspberry, yeah, raspberry yes. tart. Yeah, yeah. So he did a bunch of albums. Like so, like I said, Astro Creep 2000, yeah, Devil Man. I like that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit prejudiced against him though. Not like racially prejudiced, you assholes. But what I'm saying is, Jesus. I feel like after you that, when I was, I know, but you guys were thinking it. 
I said the guy. P word. I said the P word, and all of a sudden you guys are like, uh, you don't like him because he's black. And I'm like, I, I, I do like him because he's black. That's fine. Uh, he's white. He's just dirty all the time. No, but 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 so here's the thing. So I kind of thought he was black. My he's problem is I loved of him. Bathing. Oh, Dude. bathing. Bathing. We'll take it. <laughs> accepted. That's an accepted answer on Jeopardy. Oh, okay. But I mean, okay. So you have you have a, like you. I mean, I grew up white zombie. The fir- I saw the first. Yeah, you would episode racist. of uh, of Beavis and Butthead where he made his big break with uh, uh, a lot of bands made their big. I'm break just saying. On so, Beavis. but his was in Beavis and Butthead. He became a huge star at that point. White zombie, and then he did his hillbilly deluxe, and he did his astro creep. And I'm still young, and I really enjoyed the shit out of those. Right, mm-hmm. and then he started putting out albums. That I just wasn't into. Like I did they like were the, a little more poppy. Yeah, I did say. like the super sexy swinging sounds. Like I like that remix album that he did, mm-hmm. like a long time ago. But then he did like Educated Horses, and he was like, "Oh, here's the pop music." And yeah, just, so I kind of just like, I wrote him off. And then for a while, I would see little kids with Rob Zombie shirts on. <laughs> like, and I would put them in the same, in the same like, "Oh, I see a, a kid with a Marilyn Manson shirt on." Well, we get it. You're sad. You you've got all this shit and. And parents just don't understand. That's a uh, Will Smith song, by the way. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff was on that. But, uh, and it was kind of weird. And I even went and saw, I think in 2012, I went and saw the uh, Twins of Evil tour. They did a Twins of Evil tour like in 2018 again, but I didn't go see that one. But the 2012 Twins of Evil tour. And it was fun, but I'm just like, man, I don't like these people who I'm around. My sister was really into them. So we're just like, you know, we're dancing, whatever. That's how I dance. But uh, anyway. So I would you dance I, again. Let's see it again. And who are you? What song are you? Is this Marilyn Manson with the witches and dance ditches and the beautiful people? Oh, that's awesome. So, no, okay. So, so however, we I listened to this album. And I listened to it before we did it on the on the podcast. We chose before we even chose it to be on it. I was like, well, shit. This reminds me of the old stuff, and it's like. And there was a, I mean, and I feel like that plus John Five's addition to it. Yeah, did I put, I yeah. Is that agree. short for Johnny Five? No, Johnny I don't know. Five alive. I, I, we're, I was like, I'm. Do not say alive, Mike. Do not say. <laughs> if it's Shame not Johnny Five alive, then short. Circuit. Shame on you. But John let's be five. okay. But let's take a step back. Rob Zombie, I love his movies. Like I love them. Like even the shitty ones. You know, it's like Halloween Two. Okay, I got a list. Loved House of a Thousand Corpses. Loved. Of course, this shit turns off on me right when I'm reading it. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Lords of Salem, The Grindhouse Fake Trail of the Werewolf of the SS. Remember seeing that in uh, Grindhouse? No. It was super fun. I like Halloween. Um, I didn't mind Halloween. Three from Hell, 31 El Super Beast. So they're all okay. You know, I liked, yeah, I I liked them good. I hated Halloween too. I didn't like, care. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it. But Those girls it. irritated me to no end. The, the girls in that show, they're like, ee, ee, ee. I'm just like, okay. Um, he has 104 credits for soundtracks. It's just his music being on soundtracks. Everything from Dawson's Creek, that low, really? to, to The Matrix, which is like fucking... I yeah. could see The Matrix. But, I mean, I've never seen Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek, but I, I mean, I looked on the thing. Uh, anyway. Um, and that's Rob Zombie or not? not that's it, Ro- that's Rob Zombie, that's yeah. That's like free Rob Zombie created the music, or it's Rob Zombie and... For those credits, I, because I don't think that Rob Zombie writes music. Well, no, no, no. He, he d- I mean, no, no. It wasn't the soundtrack. You don't know. It, no, you it know, wasn't. It wasn't like the back, score. Domino, the it wasn't the score. The it hat. was the. It was like songs that they used oh, his, okay. in the movies, oh. stuff like that. 
Yeah, it wasn't the score. It was on the soundtrack. Why okay. didn't you say that? I literally said his Thank soundtracks you. include. Gosh. I didn't say score. Could have saved interesting. So much well, you're time. interesting. Your tiny brains wouldn't even understand it anyway. All right, sorry about that, guys. So really Dawson's hoping. just like sitting Dawson there crying Creek. down by the creek, and it's like dig through the ditches. Maybe yeah, it was. Basically. Maybe it was. Why wouldn't you use that Chewed bubble gum song. or some <laughs> shit. I can't, I can't remember. There what is that. a song that says It's so that. gross. Oh, um, there was that one song. It was so they annoying. The Yabba Dabba Doo one. I don't remember it's that. Like, it's like the second track. It was like, I forget what he says, but it's, it's, it's I awful. just kept hearing like Yabba Dabba Doo. There was one the song. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's a pop like song. The yes. Never gonna stop it. Yeah. But he doesn't do the lamb and dam a ding dong. He doesn't do the ding dong. If he did the ding dong, yeah, yeah. it would have been okay if he did the ding dong. But one thing I do have to credit him with is he can choose some great songs for his soundtrack, not the score. Like Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. That Slim Whitman, I remember you. That scene, it was perfect for that scene. And I love that song now. But the Devil's Reject, uh, Reject soundtrack in but more so it's like i mean i'd heard of three dog night but i'd never heard shambhala and i'm like holy shit i never heard of terry reed before that and it's like terry reed is amazing it, some of his songs were on there and then you had uh what was what was the other song uh three dog night does the jeremiah the was, don't they do that did the deuce wrapped mm. up in the night Blinded no that's that's not light. it's three dog no, night uh, isn't it nope nope oh. That's wrapped up like a deuce, another runner in the night. But so you got so you got to give him credit for that. I totally give him credit for all that, even though those were the years where I didn't listen to his actual music. Okay, um, and I do love his like horror aesthetic on his albums. Like the artwork's great. I don't know how much of it he does himself. Oh, he does. But okay. he's, he's an well, he's uh, he's artistic. He's an artist. But uh, well, no, yeah, he's he a Renaissance all, man. All the, he do, he does all the art. Guaranteed. So that's awesome. I remember I saw, I don't know, it was something where they, he was doing an interview or something, and there was a little bit of a tour of his house, and there was so much horror memory. And it's like, man, everywhere. that's where I want to live. Yeah. So we're like kin sp- it was kindred like spirits. Everywhere. But it's like, I just don't have the money he does, maybe. He literally lived in a haunted house. That would rule. Which would be cool, yeah. But, okay, so all that having been said, and that's one of the bands that maybe hit me a little in the in the, in the little guts when, when, jelly, when I was a kid. Jelly Folds? Um, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though. This album itself... It was, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it was start to finish. I mean, there were a couple of like, I like always how he takes um, quotes from like old horror movies. I mean, throughout his career, right? I like how he does that. I bet you go to the graveyard to find women to love. Yeah. Or some shit. I don't remember exactly how it was. I do love that. I feel like we're like right on that same level. I just feel like his music is not for like, it's not the most comp. It's, it's, I feel like it's kind of for like. I don't know if I'm a dick. Is when this I supposed say this. to be complex? No, I, I don't know. But it just—you looking for like deeper meanings? No, it just seems like it's. It just seems like it's for. I hate to say it, but kind of kids. What did he mean? Like by kids drag. type of music. Yeah, but the guy's like 50 years old. Now. I know. I'm not bagged on him. I He's like this album. 57. In fact, 56. I in, in fact, I give this years old. I give this a high Spotify. I really enjoyed it, but it's like it always bothers me. But I just can't get the stigma out of my brain about Rob Zombie. Being on the Marilyn Manson level. Being for simpletons. You've been yeah, ta- maybe. You've been taking it in for several years as a simpleton. I know, it's and here I know. you are still loving it. Well, no, I'm not trying to say I'm better than as anyone. A I'm just exactly. I'm what just you're no, I'm not. I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I'm just. Exactly it, what you're saying. I have this stigma that's so deep yeah, inside yeah. me that, that I can't shake. You basically just started that by Rubs. saying I'm not racist, but well, that was a joke. <laughs> uh, come on, come on. No, no, no. That, but but honestly, I enjoyed this. 
I real I mean this album in the stigma be damned. I give it a high Spotify for sure. I I agree with you guys 100%. I put this up there with the top (laughs) in the top three albums from Rob Zombie's solo career. I think that this is right up there. It's at the bottom of that top three, but it's (laughs) up there. Um, It's fun, bouncy, heavy chugging, horror thrill ride. Uh, You can tell from the lyrical content that he does the uh, dialogue for his movies. Oh, dude. And this this guy, if you think that I know horror movies and trivia stuff like that, this guy would kick my ass. Of course. And he is, I mean, he's on a different level. Like, my brain is so simple compared to his horror brain. And he would, you know how he'd answer every question that you yeah. got wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is the answer. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I uh, love John Five's guitar playing. Songs were solid and catchy because John Five is coming up with those tasty riffs. I, th- I think th- that's a great addition. I love the one song where it starts with him going, the drummer's going, and here Rob's like, zombie going, no, no, no. Like going, da, 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 da. It's like, Rob, you didn't. Rob, the way you started it, that sounds like goodbye horses. You you mm-hmm. didn't Mm-mm. do that. You you did that in the recording, but you didn't have anything to do with that. You they don't get, know. Said, pow 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 pow. <laughs> you don't you know. I can write something to this. <laughs> you don't know, Shane. But I would put this album in the top. Th- I, I enjoyed so this. I, I thought too. this was a good record. I love the samples. I love the little inner bits. It's. You know, back in the day, you'd have two, three good songs. There's a solid four or five that yeah. you're like, this isn't a bad record. So I give this a super high Spotify. Yep. My favorite songs, I love Boom, Boom, <laughs> Boom. Yeah. That, that was, was cool. my full-on favorite. Yeah. I could picture Robert Zombie. I thought it was Robert Zombert. Robert Zombert. Robert Zombert. In his tidy whities laying on the bed, and Sherry Moon coming in. Dancing. Boom, boom. All sexy. Boom. The witch is in the room. And I could picture them making love so hard. <laughs> Jeez. And I, I don't know if a lot of people think about Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon fucking a lot, but <laughs> I probably do more than most people. More than they do. But- there is a very sensual, sexy thing, and I'm thinking of Rob Zombie. Yeah, and I'm thinking of Sherry Moon. Sherry Moon Zombie's is pretty hot. She's so. pretty Let's hot be for her age. Let's be, well, she was especially back in the day. It's like, well, you know, and I'm an old fat guy, so it's like Same. for me to go, hey, she's pretty good for her age. <laughs> you know, what does that mean? That's like us, like getting mad at the Olympians. I can't believe you didn't land that yeah. double twist wackaroo or whatever. How can he not hit that? What do they call that? The high jump. Jesus! It's like, dude, you never. High you didn't jumped. even high jump seven foot two. <laughs> yeah, there was this really funny quote from Bill Murray. He said, "Every Olympic um, game needs to have a normal person that it competes at the same time, just to show, just to show how much better yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. they are." Yeah, it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, this I understand. I'm, I'm clearing three foot eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, like, it's like, oh, the stick bust before you even get off the fucking ground. Oh, you're talking yeah. about like the pole vault. I don't think a pole vault stick could get me up anymore. Yeah, that's uh, I came out weird. I would put this up there. I mean, it was great. I love Boom Boom Boom. I loved Howling Man. I, I love King Freak. Yep. 
Um, I liked all the little samples in between. Same. I like Mama, what you gonna do with that gun? Yeah. Um, uh, Crow Killer Blues was good the first four times. Well, the by problem the fifth is, time I was like, I'm done. By the that. way, have you seen the video to that? It's just him walking around in a snowy like farm. Yeah, back, and, and I, like, I, I did that. I did that on on a video for my channel. But it, oh, did you? But it's just like I just done with it. Yeah, I you bet. know, it it didn't hook me as much as King Freak. Howling Man and Boom Boom Boom. I I love that song. I'll listen to that song over and over boom, again. Boom, yeah, it's, boom. I, and it's funny too. Like I kept the first couple times when I listened to it, I would always expect something more to come with the song, but it was fine how it was. But yeah. it always has that like feeling like oh something heavy is about to hit, but then it just continues on. And then you realize it he was, was the one time you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was the one time yeah. on that entire album where there wasn't. There was just boom, one set of footprints. One set of footprints. <laughs> <laughs> one set of notes. <laughs> exactly. No, that's good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I give a uh, Spotify as well. Hi, Spotify. Cool. So, guess what we Hi, have Spotify's next, you guys? All around. What? We have some trivia, and I hope trivia. you guys aren't bastards. Because I mean, I get to edit, so I watch. I have to watch and click on the different camera angles as I'm editing. And I'm always like, that mother effer, I know what he's doing. I didn't see it then, but I see it now. So we'll be right back after this jingle to do some trivia. About. No, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Corpse Cast Trivia with Mike, Shane, and Ricky. Corpse Cast Trivia. Are we recording? Oh, well, hello. Hi. Trivia. Well, hello, fellow Well, kids. hello, the answer. All righty, so... Normal trivia again. Uh, Mike gets seven questions, needs five to win, four to tie. Last week, I think you tied. I don't remember last week. I remember two weeks ago I won, but because I haven't edited, uh, uh, video edited. Uh, I think you, you lost or you, you tied. Oh, that sucks. I think maybe I you were going to lose. You realize a tie, is a, a, a tie is a loss for me, I feel like. That's awful. Anyway, yeah. so, what do we, so what do we got? The trivia. We're doing a Candyman movie. So is this about urban legends? Is it about your mom? What is it about? It is about your mom. Okay, cool. I know everything. Thank She's God. my mom. She's got those juicy thighs. I'm going to kill you. All Sorry, questions are I, about um, I'm going to kill thighs. Shane right now. Oh, <laughs> dang it. Why? Because it's about my mom, bro. Oh. We say my mom's not hot. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a picture of your mom. You got one? Yeah, she's I'm pretty not showing hot, you guys. Bro. All right, let's go. Preferably in a bikini. 1999. Okay. She still wear bikinis? Jeez, come on. Hell yeah, bro. You know she does. She's had five Shit. kids and she's Mormon. No, mm -hmm. of course not. And she's 65. There's nothing wrong with that. Would Put you just go? Would you dancing. just go, please? Get, head down to the Great Salt Lake and swish around in the brine shrimp. <laughs> just go. What are you calling her, a whale? No, it's the Great she's Salt Lake be beautiful. has a lot of brine shrimp. She gave birth to this masterpiece. True dap. All right, let's go. 1999. Okay. <laughs> 4.0. <sighs> Artist Caroline holds an art exhibit in Los Angeles, California. Her dark and mysterious family history starts creeping into her new life. She tries to keep it secret, but her friends start quickly being killed in gruesome and unlikely ways. She must now confront her deepest fear that wait. lies in her past. Wait, 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 wait. Is this Candyman 3, Day of the Dead? <laughs> Turn, Turn up, up the radio. radio. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I changed one of my. 
<laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, Are we just doing San- can- <laughs> Candyman sequels? I'll take it. Um, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of fun stuff with Candyman. I mean, there's a couple. It was Donnie De- Donna Dierko, though. She was hot. Only... She was on, uh, what's that, Baywatch. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's her. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible acting. Um, uh, it wasn't good. The... The only slasher movie in horror canon with a black serial killer is the villain, which I I try to think. I was like, is that correct? Is there other ones? I, I don't well, know. Well, you I don't know. Can you make black guys the killers in movies? These well, days? not anymore. Well, maybe Jordan Peele can, but we'll see how. Yeah, goes. hopefully. Um, he's redoing Candyman. By yeah, the way, that's what I was that'll saying. be cool as yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think my sister told me that apparently it's supposed to take place from the. Or the the main star of the movie is the kid, the baby from the first one that was saved oh, from the fire. Oh, interesting. So it's him growing up. Oh, that might be cool as shit, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Cool. Yeah. But Tony Todd is 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 playing Candyman. Still. I just love. Really? It. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Are you serious? Yeah. Tony Todd's gonna be Candyman. He may. It may just be I a cameo, know. like I the don't movie. Know. Yes, like he's a flashback. And IMDb. All right, we'll see. Well, I'm I'm excited for it though. It's gonna be. Yeah, good. it's probably. I want plus, I love Jordan happen. Peele's stuff, even though it makes. I, me... I have a feeling it's gonna be a Candyman, but Candyman's gonna be kind of to the side. But it, but his but Jordan Peele's movies right. make white liberals look really bad, and I'm okay with that. Let's go. <laughs> Um, candy, another candy. one was Candyman's coat is a very dark purple, emulating a certain Candyman of a different kind, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, that different Willy Wonka. Oh, that's where the Wonka. You made a dumb joke about Willy Wonka when I said Candyman. Wonka And cast. I forgot it. Wonka, I can't Wonka. remember. Who, me? Yeah. No, Will- the other guy Wonka. I'm staring at right now named Ricky. <laughs> All right, let's go number two. Number two, here we go. 1997 film. IMDb Jeez. gives this a 5.7. Four friends make the fatal mistake of dumping a dead man's body in the sea after accidentally killing what him. What do you do with the drunken sailor? The dead man returns from his watery grave and is looking for more than an apology. Quote from the dead man himself. They drew first blood, (laughs) and that blood was mine. So they drew the first blood, not me. Good point. All I am doing is exacting my revenge on the little twats. That's a quote from (laughs) from the killer. Is it? uh, I know what you did last summer. Turn up the radio. It's is it nineties movies? Because I noticed two nineties movies. Here's the fun nugget for this. Kevin Williamson wrote this script before Scream. I was going to say, he also wrote Scream, by the way. Wrote it in 1996, but was unable to sell it. Until Scream came out and realized that's a marketable type of movie. And they said, hot damn. Columbia Pictures immediately bought it. Name the band who sings that. Um, Midway. The Love and Spoonful, mother effer. Hot damn. All right. Cool. Number three. Let's go. You got nuts? It's your turn. Did you say fun nugget already? Yeah. Oh. He is a fun nugget. Two, <laughs> this guy's laying us to waste tonight. No, two, it's th- only two. 2002. Oh, that gets rid of my 90s. 6.4. Okay, good. Mary and John are involved in a terrible car accident, leaving Mary hospitalized. Shortly after, she dies of an unrelated brain tumor. Upon finding some strange drawings... 
that his wife made after the accident, he begins to think that it may not have been an accident at all. Ooh, I'm not sure. Two years later. Oh, okay. He inexplicably finds himself broken down in a small town where the locals discuss a strange being that could be related to his wife's death. Strange being that could be 2002. Hmm. Do you have any hints or not? Nah. Okay, so 2002, lady dies after a car wreck, but not because of the car wreck, because of a brain tumor. Almost sounds like a script I'm writing, though, by the way. (laughs) About the leather in her hair. Or feather. You're going to have to change some things. <laughs> okay, so 2002. We got a beast that maybe killed her. That's has, He ends up in a fudge. Ends up in a fudge. Deep fudge. I need, I, need, uh, I need a hint, man. You got to give me one hint because this is drawing a blank so far. Mm. Just give me one from your brains. That's what I'm trying to think of. Oh, don't no. hurt yourself. Is it no, one I should totally know? Well, is it one I should just give me who stars in it? Like the main star, though, bro. The name of the town that he that he that breaks down in is called Point Pleasant. Ooh, that's Point interesting. Pleasant. I, I, I seem to remember that. Yeah, do you? Point Pleasant. Oh, that does give me a little it's bit. Where of, uh, Andy Griffith <laughs> talks to a That horse. was Mayberry, bro. Oh, Mayberries. So. Who was that? Is that Andy Griffith? He, was that in a cartoon where he played a fish back in the day? No, 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 no. That was Barney Fife oh, in the yeah, movie yeah. The Incredible Mr. Limpet. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're good. <laughs> well, not on, not on this one. Okay, so Point Pleasant, 2002. I feel like I should get I feel like you guys are like, he should get this if he had one more link. And you need to give me a little hint of a link. Mayberry, you son of a bitch. That's Point you. Pleasant, bro. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. One more, one more, one more little. Uh, no. Give me one more. 2002. I was watching all the horror movies in 2002. The I was watching all of them, goddammit. And he, oh, shoot. All right, just for the interest of time, give me another hint. <laughs> no, you should already have a minute. Point Pleasant. We're going we're gonna to give you a countdown. They're in a car accident. She gets injured. She dies. Years later, hey. breaks down into town. She did that. Years later, breaks down. Breaks down in a town, and things start to get weird. Things start to get funky. And it's not season three of uh, Real World of the the Walking Dead either, by the way. So okay, so she breaks down. I'll take the deuce. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna come up. Okay, so what if I gave you this hint? Can I take a half a? No. No, but what if I would? I just want to see if what if I wish would have said the word. Gerbil or hamster? Ooh, that's hamster. very. That's a hamster very. Yeah, no, it, was that's gerbil. A, it was gerbil. I think. I think. No, it was I still gerbil. don't know. What is it? I'll what take right, the juice. All right. Gerbil in a. It's what? not a in an asshole. Gerbil in an asshole. Oh shit! It's. Uh, I know what it is. It's the Mothman <laughs> yes. one. Yeah. Damn it. Mothman prophecy. Okay. Cool. You failed, yeah, but <laughs> I gerbil on an asshole. Uh, okay. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. The um. Damn it! Dare we say that might be an urban legend? I think Ooh. it is. Or is it real? Uh, there was. Well, they say this is real. I mean, there was following. This is the, a true. Yeah, the gerbil part is what we're asking. Yeah, I'm asking. That actually that was. Well, real? you know, who knows for sure. Lemmy but it, Has Roger. What's his name? Richard Gere. Richard I've, Gere. As he I don't said, know. yeah, I I've put read one in my that asshole. It, it was just made up, but who do, knows? Do you, know what, I mean, do you know when I lost interest in that movie when he's like, what's in my pocket? And someone goes, chapstick. 
And I'm like, what? Who serious? The, the, the Mothman in Mothman Prophecy said that to Richard Gere. The and Mothman? Like, or something or other. I don't know. Brain tumor. The moth imposter. I'm two and one. I'm still ahead. Here we go. You wouldn't be a very good villain either. You just, just keep like a bright light with you and you just fly to it. I think if you would have told me West Virginia, around. I would have got it. Um, no, uh, so this, the story of the Mothman is from December 15th, 1967, after the collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people. Ooh, yeah, that was there in was, it. There was, yeah, there was somebody who thought sightings they, yeah. of the Mothman right before right. it collapsed. So, that's so we're doing urban legends. I, there I was I a 12-foot-tall metallic statue of the creature created by artist and sculptor Bob Roach in 2003 yeah, in yeah. the town. In the town of Point Pleasant, makes sense. Okay. And they have an annual festival to commemorate Dude, the, the guy. 40 the guy who does our our uh, Stephen Thompson, who does our our voiceover for the intro and the question of the episode, lives oh. there, and he loves the Mothman. I should have known that. Anyway, they number, get a lot of tourists. Number four, I'm two and one. Let's go. Oh, what's name up? two songs about the Mothman? The Mothman cometh. <laughs> Will you marry me? That's some Metallica. That's some new Metallica bullshit. Okay, cool. Thank you for saying that, by the way. Number four, 1998 film. IMDb gets it a 4.7. A beautiful young woman is haunted by images of a dead man. Her anxieties and fears cause tension in her relationships well what doesn't good point especially with her boyfriend ray fucking ray she takes a trip to the islands to clear her mind but her fear of the dead man may just be valid when she's in the you said she traveled where the caribbean she traveled to the islands which ones so when she's, she's which islands? But her fear for the dead man might just be uh, it. They they it could be. It's the valid when she's in the islands, though. It's the dead mon. When she's in the dead man's party. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Ricky is <laughs> extra funny tonight. I've noticed that. Party. I've been noticing you do these little little Let's jokes. The dead man's and I'm like, party. I'm totally into how funny Ricky is tonight. And I will not. Confirm I need it. I need nor a deny Dead Man's Party is in this movie. Is it Club Dread? That's, that's, that's Gath no, oh. no, it is one. not. Okay, because you said that. You said the Caribbean. That was my first thing. <laughs> okay, so so I need a hint, though. Stars. Oh, the fuck is that? That's my upstairs neighbors. Oh. What are they banging well, on? Well, no. They are think, they killing they think they're all hot, child? and they made, they made like wooden floors and then on Friday nights when they wear their hot shoes. It's like, oh, they do some like salsa dancing. It's just like, anyway. Okay, so I need one. Stars Billy Cobbs. Son of Ty Cobbs. Yes. Muse Watson. 1997. I I need the big one, bro. John Mayer's girlfriend. Who's that? Does he? He doesn't have a girlfriend, does he? Who is John Mayer's girlfriend? Hanging every night. Can I Google for five I mean, seconds? No, you can't. John Mayer's girlfriend. That's your phone, bro. I don't. Somebody's. Dude, I do not know. Bitch. I don't know what this is. And I, and I'm gonna. I'm, I just need one good hint. I already have one guest gone. I give it to you, Billy Cobbs, oh, Muse shit. Watts, Watson, 
and John Mayer's girlfriend. Who is who? Who's John Mayer's girlfriend? Well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> well, I'll take the deuce. I'll go two and two. What do we got? I still know what you did last I summer. hate oh. you guys so bad. Oh, shit. Oh. Here's, who, yes. who is John Mayer's girlfriend? Is it the main girl? Jennifer Love Hewitt. He I, wrote the song, Your Body is Wonderland. Oh, because our ex-girlfriend. <sighs> ex-girlfriend. Oh, I would have known all that. Anyway. Well, we're talking I about 1998. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, man. Party We're talking five. about 1996. I know. Well, the... <sighs> We're she not was in the now. We're in the fucking. She was we're in the then. Brandy yeah, then. in that movie. No, I I was in '97. Brain. I just I forgot that she went to the island. Here's with Brandy. The, here's the fun nugget. It was a Caribbean. Sket. It was the Bahamas. Yes. Well, I don't know the difference. Yeah. Neither do I. To be honest. <laughs> fun nugget. Scheduling conflicts with Dawson's Creek. Oh Jesus. 1998. Mm. The Faculty, 1998. Oh, I like that one. Halloween H2O, 20 years later, I actually like that one, too. And gearing up to direct Teaching Miss Tingle. Tingle. With Piper Laurie. 1999 prevented Kevin Williamson from writing the screenplay, which he wrote for the last he was one. Hot. He was hot tits back then. Uh, from writing the screenplay for both this film and Scream 3. After having written their predecessors. So that's the fun. I, is it okay to do like one movie, then it's sequel? I don't know if that's okay. Anyway, let's go. Number five. I'm two and two. Uh, if you get that cash flow coming in, you go, yeah, I think I can write something right away for you. <laughs> well, he's probably had enough cash at that day at that time. All right, let's go. Number five. All righty. Number five. Let's go back to 1979. Oof. That's a good year. It's a great year. 6.5. It's when Goodyear Tires started. All right. Okay. I mean, making tires. 1979? <coughs> no. Let's go. They started making good tires back then. By, before be it was just year. Okay tires. It was just year. And, was, and then they changed it to good year. Good year tires. Okay. I get it. Okay, cool. That was hilarious. A horrible murder happens. Oh. 1979. Let's go. Clifford. A retired police detective hunts a deranged British seaman out to recreate a babysitter's previous nightmare. He said seaman. I know he did. I'm sucking. That's that. Okay, keep going. That's it. 1979. 79. Clifford, a retired police detective, hunts down a deranged British seaman out to recreate a babysitter's previous nightmare. Beverly Hills <sighs> Cop. No, is this... Uh, is it, <laughs> I, okay, so this is one guess, and I'm pretty sure it's wrong, but if I don't say it, I'm gonna, it's going to be on my mind. It's not Cape Fear, is it? It's not Cape Fear. It's not Cape Fear. Okay, so do that again. So so read it one more time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Retired police detective. He's a private detective now. Private Dick. So private Dick Clifford... Retired police detective hunts a deranged British seaman out to recreate a babysitter's previous nightmare. 1979? British seaman? The babysitter's, uh, what is it called? What was that movie with the... I need a hint because I have no idea. I have no idea. There was a remake of this movie. What year? Has uh, Corey Feldman in it. 2000s. And what was it about? A British seaman. Yes. Adventures of uh, Babysitter. 
So there was a remake in the 2000s of this 1979 film about, I don't know, I'll just give the deuce. So I'll give you another clue. Okay, clue, clue. In spite of its reputation as a classic seminal thriller, there was almost no on-screen violence in this movie. Ooh. Was going to be a fun nugget. Uh, was it uh, 1979? No, 69. You said 79 Seriously? the whole no, time. I just wanted to say 69. Pounding it's nails. 79. 79. Okay, so 79, and then they remade it. I know. What the fuck? And there's a uh, British... I, have, I still don't know. I'll take the deuce. Think about the semen. The se- I think, think about, about the semen, semen all the time. Look at the it. Semen. Feel it. Taste the semen. It. The British semen. Take a taste of it. They See remade it in the 2000s. I'm thinking of... I, think I about what it tastes like. Think about salty. it. Salty. Is it salty? salty the salt dog? Interesting. Interesting he came with that. Salty. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, I'll take the deuce. Let's just get rid of it. Moby Dick. <laughs> oh, I was like, you... F- <laughs> God. Um, when a stranger calls. I probably wouldn't have got that. Yeah. So, okay. So, I'm two and three. Oh, that's right. That had that little girl that uh, would play in the Christmas movie with Bill Murray. The seaman? Didn't semen. she... St- he was Remember like that? a Navy guy. Have you checked the children? Um, so I have you yeah, checked I guess the children. The, uh, the I first, forgot about all that. The whole like twenty minutes of this. It's like movie. the it's like the urban legend, and the rest of it's just some bullshit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Still well, scary as shit though. Well, that's what ha- I guess the remake just focused on the first twenty minutes of the original. Yeah, but not the, the not the 20, not the original, the original. The girl from Taxi was on that. The original is she. The guy's in the house, kills the kid she's babysitting, leaves her alive, and seven years later he breaks out and tries to. Yeah. Fuck yep, her. yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, was I'm that two the and three. Let's go. Danny DeVito's girlfriend and no, that was Ray Perlman. It was the it was the one. She was Carol Carol King or something. Carol something. I can't remember. Anyway, let's go. Let's it's just still a very scary movie. <laughs> two and three. two and three. So let's do number. So I I barely Six. can tie. Two thousand six film. IMDb gives us a three point five. A group of teenagers in Colorado. Not a good score find themselves being stalked and killed one by one by a mysterious figure exactly one year after the covered up uh, the cover up of a friend's super righteous rad and mondo blah, skateboarding acts and then <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> and then if that wasn't enough amber gets 50 messages on her cell phone saying Listen, bitch, I know what you did last summer. Is is this I still know? It's not I still know what you did last and summer. And I need the title. It was, uh, I, I was like, he's doing you, the third one. And you better. <laughs> he's like, I, need, I need the title. I'll always know what you did last summer. Turn up the radio. I can't believe that you knew the title of that. Oh, my gosh. I don't even think I've seen that. <laughs> Here is the fun nugget. Oh Kevin Williamson. Muse Watson, who played the fisherman, yeah, and John Mayer's girlfriend, ran for the fucking hills when they From were this offered this role. They said, how dare you? We will never be part of this. Shame on you for doing it. Uh, okay. And so, it's set in Colorado. There's how no, does a fisherman fucking attack you in Colorado? There's uh, lots there's of nice high mountain lakes up there. So you think- Plus, it's, it's already a mile high. Whatever. All right. Okay, so I either tie or I lose. It's three and three. This one's down to my self-esteem. Let's go, Ricky. It's one already a one. mile high, so do you get the 
Mile High Club badge? Just Mile High Stadium. I jerked I off know. there once, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> in Mile High? I, You know, I can't say that I jerked off at Mile High Stadium. I'm I not in the stadium. I can't say that I saw Pink you mean Floyd live. No, I, I jerked off in Colorado. How about oh. that? Oh, I did see Pink Floyd live at the Mile High Stadium in Colorado. Oh, that's rules. Nice. So there is that. All right. Anyways, Ricky. let's do the last one. I'm getting really irritated that I suck, but oh, let's go. This is for all the marbles. For all the marbles. For let's all go. The, the cum and the beans. Cum and the beans. You want the I cum and the beans? I don't want either. All the, I don't the feel like I want either of those. The fucking, yeah. All right, let's go. 1980. Okay, okay. 6.0. Okay, good. A teenage girl's animal-hating father forces her to get rid of her pet, Ramon. What kind of pet was it? After 12 years, he has survived by feeding on discarded animal carcasses. Now Ramon has an insatiable hunger for human meat. First guess. Meat. Cujo. No. Second guess. For human meat? He's very good at this trivia, I must say. No, 1980. So what kind of animal was it, though? His name is Ramon. So what is he a, a, a chihuahua? <laughs> what is it? What be? What are we doing? Do you know a chihuahua named Ramon? Maybe he's an octopus. Yeah, I mean, I might actually. If the octopus had like a little mustache, like a curly mustache, Ramon, that would be like, oh, it's Ramon. No, his name would be uh, Ramon. Ramon. Hey, get out of here! <laughs> I just guys. give me the hint of what the animal is. No, <sighs> no hints, buddy. So okay, 1980. There's a. This is for all the sperm. It's for all the sperm and beans. All the sperm you can swallow right now. Oh shoot! Okay, so we got uh, all the sperm. What kind of animals would live off? It's a cat. Is, is it? A it's a cat. Is it? Is uh, it a hat? Is it a rat? You know that? Uh, is it a band? Bat? The the uh, pussy cat dolls. Yeah. This I saw someone said I I have Are they a band I have a cover band for pussy cat dolls but it's all. All guys, uh, we it's call it uh, dog Dick Dog G.I. Joe's. <laughs> Dick Dog G.I. Joe's. So. I'd never go see their concert. Why would you go there? Hey, you want to go see the Dick <laughs> Dog G.I. Joe's? And, the, and it's, a mean uh, no. ki- it's a mean kitty after that? Is it a mean kitty? Scratch your Is eyes out. I will give you a hint. It's one, It was one of my... Uh, Scratch your fucking eyes fun out, nugs. Buddy. Fun yeah, nugs. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So... Um, Ramon, the oft-malfunctioning animatronic used in the film, was later donated oh. as a mascot to a college To team. BYU. So it's Night of the Cougar. That's they a whole never porno. used it, but... So, never. okay, so... Uh, Ramon made you know several a- appearances before games and during halftime. How do you know Night of the Cougar's a porno? You're like, oh, oh it's of the cougar. <laughs> uh, no, cougar's on the prowl. You know what? I'll give it up because I don't know. I barely uh, know it's a cat. What is it? What if I told you it was, you already lost, but what if I said it was donated to a Florida football team? I'm going to say. A Seminole? A Gator. Oh. oh. The guy's good at trivia. <laughs> I got to give him it's that. It's called Alligator. Yep, Alligator. <laughs> you mother. And also referenced in the movie. That we're talking about tonight. I'm you pissed remember off. That? You know what we're huh? you know what we're gonna do? I'm I'm at it. This no, is, I need a break. There was um a no, another little fun nugget. You have to pee. Um, yes, I actually. Brian do. Cranston worked on the movie as a production oh, assistant for the special effects department. Wow. 
Well, forget alligator. this. Forget Remember this that? ever happened. In the in this movie we're talking about Candyman, they reference when he's in the classroom. Well, yeah, when they're they go, talking about the urban legends, urban legends. they say, oh, well, they yeah, all about, get the alligator in yeah, yeah, yeah. that. I remember seeing that on TV and I said, oh, my God. Alligator. Well, screw that. Okay, you guys suck. Alligator was a great movie. We're going to play a trailer for Candyman. We'll be right back to talk about it. Have you ever heard of Candyman? And if you look in the mirror and you say his name five times. In cities everywhere. Candyman. They whisper his name. Candyman. It's just a story. Candyman. Candyman. Just a ghost story. Candyman. An entire community starts attributing the daily horrors of their lives to a mythical figure. The legend first appeared in 1890. He was attacked, mutilated, and burned to death. Poor Candyman. <laughs> Helen, a woman died in there. Leave it. Everyone knows he isn't real. That's modern oral folklore. Everyone. Except Helen Lyle. Bring it out. It ain't safe around here. I don't scare too easy. Don't know about Ruthie They ain't never gonna catch him. Who? Candyman. Who is that? She is about to discover. Helen? Get out! Get out! What's behind the mystery? I'm sick. What's behind the legend? Listen, he's under the bed! And most terrifying of all... Come with me. What's behind the mirror? He's here. To believe just beware ricky just said the word baby dicks in a normal conversation eating uh, a bowl it, of baby dicks it, he did that in reference to what the movie to, yeah. you know to jeepers, jeepers creepers, creepers he said dude ate baby dicks like cheerios or some shit and it's like come on bro we don't need to get so graphic especially not on this high class podcast popping them in like popcorn all right, we're you just heard the trailer for Candyman. Be, oh my god, wouldn't that be like the? We're not done talking about BBDs. Yeah, what do you call that? The 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 stuff you carve off on the penis. Uh, that's when you get the head skins, foreskins. Yeah, the foreskin. Uh, yeah, if you cook those up, that yeah, would be the, the popcorn. Bits. Yeah, it's like uh, little pork rinds. All right, Candyman, nineteen ninety two. IMDb gives us a six point six. Directed by a guy named Bernard Rose, 31 directorial credits. Uh, his first one, he did uh, Relax, the video from Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Really? Yeah, but other than that, I have no idea what he's, I mean, anything he's done except for a Candyman, so there you go. Um, this was based on a short story called The Forbidden by Clive Barker. Bernard Rose, the director, actually wrote the screenplay for this. Uh, he has 18 writing credits on IMDb. I haven't seen anything else he's done. Um, yeah, I haven't see anything else except for he did a uh, a movie called Frankenstein 2015 that I might want to check out but whatever well, six years ago now I know I know all right uh, this movie stars Virginia Madsen Hel Helen Lyle it may be her hottest uh, Tony Todd starred as Daniel Robitaille slash the Candyman Xander Berkeley remember Xander Berkeley we talked about him in uh, 
the dark and the wicked. He was the old, uh, he was the uh, preacher that maybe did oh, exist, yeah, yeah. maybe did not. And you were like, what's he in? He's in Candyman. That's what he's in. No, who is he? He existed, didn't he? Hold on. My dad totally, like, totally knows that I'm doing podcasts right now. Get he checked today. No, phone. he checked today, and yet he's calling me right now. I think this. No, who are you talking about? The old guy, what? Yeah, the old guy in The Dark and the Wicked. He was the. No, he was yeah, the preacher. I don't preacher. remember Dark and the Wicked. Who, who is he uh, in this? Oh, uh, no, he's the husband. He's uh, Virginia Madsen's oh, husband. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Xander Berkeley is Trevor Lyle, like I said. V- Vanessa Estelle Williams is Anna Marie McCoy. And a bunch of other people in this as well that I am not going to keep going on about. Plot. Helen Lyle and Bernadette Walsh are graduate students at the Chicago University. They're working on their thesis and have d- decided to focus on urban legends and eventually focus on a local urban legend named Candyman. The legend has it that if you were to say the name Candyman five times in the mirror, Daniel Robitaille, a.k.a. Candyman, will appear and kill you with the hook he has for a hand. As Helen and Bernadette do more research into Candyman, they learn the following story. He was born the son of a slave in the late 1800s. Daniel Robitaille... I'm the son of a slave. I don't think that's the song. Oh. Uh, was son of a preacher man, is oh. what you're thinking about, yeah. Uh, he became a well-known artist being sought after to paint portraits of wealthy white landovers, landowners, landowners, and their families. After he fell in love and fathered a child with a daughter of one such landowner, the landowner hired and sent a lynch mob upon him. The mob cut off his right hand and smeared him with honey stolen from an apiary, which is, guess what? A beehive little situation. That's an apiary? An apiary. Yeah, I had to, I had to totally, with a, uh, I, with I had to totally Google that. I had to totally Google apiary. Oh, not it's not like an, an aviary. aviary. That's for birds, bro. Oh. Aviary should Why t- wouldn't it yeah. be an abiary with a B? That's, that's actually a <laughs> oh, shit. That is Ricky, a- you are killing it tonight. Have you have you been witnessing this tonight? Aviary. No, he's killed. Like, he's been so great tonight. It's like, what's the difference? It, he's just been. Uh, he I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but Ricky's the winner. <laughs> this anyway, so uh, they stole the attracting the, the bees from the apiary, and they all stung him to death. However, Daniel survived long enough to have his soul transferred into a mirror under the alias. The Candyman by the landowner. His corpse was then burned on a pyre and his ashes were scattered across the land, which now Cabrini Green, a government project, is now built. Cabrini Green has now become home to a government project. I, I added the projects part. I didn't realize I was about to say projects in my notes. So forgive me. Double projects. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. So, but anyway, poverty's running rampant. I mean, it is a government. Uh, anything the government does will make you poor. There is elements Excuse of crime. Excuse me, what was that little... There is... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm throwing in like... Is there a little subliminal hints there? Yeah, I'm throwing a subliminal anti-government like, like hints to all this stuff. Anyway, as Helen becomes more invested in the story, she visits Cabrini Green, interviewing the people who live there. She becomes more involved in the culture, not only because she's attacked by a Candyman wannabe, but the real Candyman is out and about. And she, and she actually was present in a murder that happened and basically framed her for the massacre. The movie spirals. Helen gets deeper and deeper into what people Surprised are thinking is psychosis. That, by the way. Oh, that's good. Can Helen snap out of her supposed psychosis? Will people finally realize what is actually going on? Why did it only take Helen's husband like a week to start banging one of his students? Find out by watching oh, Candyman 1992. Oh, yeah. They were I would like to think that this, the sanctimony of marriage lasted until she went, went crazy. crazy. 
As soon as you cut uh, cut a dog's head off, we're done. Police, <laughs> right? I mean, that might be a deal breaker in a lot of relationships. Okay, so um, so l- l- tell me about yourself. Um, do you do do you smoke crack? No, I don't smoke crack. Do you, okay. Are you an alcoholic? No. Have you ever cut the head <laughs> off a Rottweiler? Because if you have, those are my deal breakers. With yeah. the butcher's hatchet. <laughs> yeah. Have you, uh, so what do you guys think? You want to? I mean, I I enjoyed it. I swear to God, this is the first time I've ever actually watched it. I was like, oh wait, so. The Candyman is kind of framing her for murder. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> his love for her, he wants her to be his sacrifice. Be my, yeah, be my sweets, be my sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never, you know, paid too much attention to it. It's like, ah, Candyman. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> what do you mean, ah, Candyman? What is that? Well, no, I, I, it's I know like, what you I mean. get it. It's a, it's a like classic. Everyone, everyone goes, it. oh, my God, Candyman, fantastic. Okay, bees. I watched it. In the background, you know, this is the first time I went, right, oh, cool. I get the story. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's interesting. It's There's some weirdness to it where it's like, oh, well. Well, I, explain that. What do you, what I do you mean dig through this mirror in my wall to go through into this other. But you realize yeah. that's because they're government projects and they wanted to skim on the cost. And But we do know that we do realize that. Helen's building is kind of the same as Cabrini Green, but exactly. she lives on the right side of the freeway. I don't know freeway. that they needed to do that. Well, like, I, well, I, well, here's why I think they needed to do that. Well, I don't know if they needed to do it, but here's why I think they did that, is to kind of illustrate the difference between the wrong side of the tracks type of deal, whereas it's like... That's because, fine. You know, and then they, they... Because they made these luxury apartments that are the same as the projects, but they made the, they spent a little bit more time on there Living and then made the them projects. like no I man I've never lived the in the projects. Do you guys remember that claymation TV show Eddie Murphy did the voice the people's called the PJs? Oh, I loved it. No. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> no, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Who the PJs? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, what were what were you saying? Talking oh. about Candyman. Oh, bro. I was gonna say the mirror thing. I read that like um. It wasn't like part of the movie, but there were real killings that where a yes. killer did use that in yeah, those that exactly. type of thing. Um, so that is kind of interesting that it, it really happened. Um, I I like the Candyman character. Like I think he just looks badass. Oh yeah, he's cool. Like shit. the the huge coat. He's dressed really nice. He's got the nice shoes, the pants, and the shirt underneath there. You Plus know? he's six foot five. This imposing yeah, yeah. character. And right? that Tony Todd he just does a great job. Um, and it, it is creepy at parts, and the the horror was cool, but I just think the movie's kind of boring. Oh, like overall. Well, I mean, we can agree to disagree. Yeah, I just, and I sh- I started to watch the second one, and I got <laughs> about thirty minutes in. I was like, Nah, I'm gonna watch something else. And then, <laughs> and then you chose the third one to do the, the trivia. About. <laughs> yeah. You piece of. I watched the third one and I was really young too, and I remember liking it. And then I went to see it again and I had the same experience. It's kind of like, no. yeah, it's kind of garbage. It was just <laughs> yeah, it was bad acting. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, obviously everyone's seen Candyman, but if you haven't, like Shane, where you just kind of had it in the background, it, do yourself a favor at least watch it once. Yeah, I agree. The Candyman character itself, I think, is really cool, but I, I really. Hope that uh, he can be done in a in a cool. Let's way. be real though. This one movie basically made Tony Todd a horror icon. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree. His, I mean, his it's like that's that's the way I know. Oh, that's Tony Todd. He's yeah, right. he's the Candyman. Yeah, right. yeah. Every movie does like oh, it's Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just kind of even a member of the Holliston that you hated so much. He was in it. He was in it where he kind of crashes at Adam's apartment, and he's like, 
He wouldn't leave. He kept partying like every night. He wouldn't, he wouldn't leave. And then all of a sudden they're like, you going to tell Candyman to get out of here? <laughs> no, he's so big and mean, but whatever. I don't know, man. Maybe I, I should watch it. I, I, it, I mean, it's silly. It's, it's super silly, but I do love D. Snyder in that as well. And he's got that really deep voice. Um, so it, speaking of the deep voice, I feel like this is, I mean, remember the, the question of the episode somebody brought up. I feel like this is one of the most audibly like uh, creepy movies of all time. Not only did you have that, that little uh, Candyman uh, theme, which is amazing. You had all those weird like choral synth in the background. It's funny because I tried to listen to this on its own, the, the, the score. And I was like, this is irritating. This is really bad. But it's part of the movie. It's gorgeous. And I do love the theme so much. But also, not just that, when when Tony Tut, when Candyman would talk, you had this like low and enhanced voice. Yeah, Every time it was very like trance like. In fact, uh, there's part of this where, uh, what's her name? The, 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 the Victor- oh, I forgot her name. What's her name? The lady who played Helen Lyle, Virginia Madsen. They actually hypnotized her for a couple of the scenes so she could just be like, hey. Yeah, and I read that she said she didn't want to do it anymore. Like, they did a, they did yeah. it a couple times. She said, no, I don't want to do it anymore. But <laughs> Well, that's creepy, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're there at work and you're getting hypnotized. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know, smoking weed at work. I've always wanted to try to be, be hypnotized. No, I mean, I mean, by one of those dudes, are going to bring you on Not stage and make ones. you like bark I mean, like a like, dog. Like, I was there's like fake I... ones and there's like the 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 like there's, there's, there's the fake like comedy ones. It's like come up on stage. Yeah. It's just people that want to play along, dude. Vandermeer yeah. in my high school yeah. came but to the high school. Ones sc- where it's just like you and one and like a professional and you're laying on the the couch and you're really trying. I think that's kind of there is maybe some realism to that, but yeah. By the way, Philip Glass who wrote the who wrote the Candyman theme, that's probably one of the top 5 ever like uh I mean, I don't know how recognizable it is cuz I know the Candyman isn't as recognizable how as maybe Hellraiser or whatever. Yeah. Dun 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 that whole piano thing, it's I think it's gorgeous. That's also <laughs> That's Beverly Hills Cup. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, like I said earlier, I do love the connection between Cabrini Green and the building that Helen lives in. Um, let's see. What, he just what, loves architecture. Well, no, I love that it's like, I, I feel like there was a social message in this a little bit. Not only is there this killer, but there's also like, hey, these are the these are the have-nots, these are the haves. That's the kind of shit that down. I was kind of going, why do you have to have all that in there? Yeah, but the thing, I don't think they was like super in your face, but I, but I mean, it was, was, was like, kind of weird. this how- is the building, and, okay, so what's this fucking building that you're living in? I get the idea of sure. low-income, you know, I, nice high-rise or whatever, but it's like, it's like, here's this big building, now it's half. And look, I live on the same fucking floor. Here, in the same here's the room thing, though. Do you you know when in Cabrini Green, in Cabrini Green, if you when you were to go into the abandoned apartment that was across the street from the the lady whose right. head she cut off or whatever, that that art in there was crazy good. It was like super like whatever. And then you know you get to and then you 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 get through the story and you see a bunch of other stuff. And then all of a sudden at the end where the baby's there and no spoilers because I'm not going to tell you how it got there. But it was like a cathedral of madness. Hmm. I did that just came from my brain. It's not even. In my I mean, notes. I like that part. Yeah, I just, thought it was I visually think there was great. Too much. Crap-a-do going on. You're talking on about that. like social messages stuff like well, that. Well, I'm just saying. And I hate that this too. Building but it's over like, here, that building over here. It's like no, you go over there. I mean, I'm sure that uh, what's his name from Key and Peele is going to probably do a yeah. solid Jordan job. Peele. You get rid of all that fucking 
stuff that doesn't matter. I don't think and it's going to be a remake. I think it's just a redo, a reboot. I don't. I don't even. I think it's just a Candyman movie of some kind. Do you know what pissed yeah. me off the most about this whole movie? The one thing that pissed me off and I was very irritated about Helen Lyle and her and Bernadette. They're doing their master's thesis on urban legends. I wish I could have done mine on urban legends. How fun would Why that didn't be? You? Well, do they give you choices? Well, no, but I also True. got computer science stuff, so I did mine on ITIL and ITSM. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> no, it was. I just said, how much more fun would this shit be? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, uh, there was something really funny I laughed at at the very end of the movie. So imagine, you know, she's dead. They're they're having her funeral. All these white people, and then all of a sudden, fifty <laughs> black people start coming up. Five hundred. Yeah, they're just like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> you know, they're all just like, oh god, buttholes clenched. And then, <laughs> and then the little kid just throws this bloody rusty hook into the burial right, and just like right. oh and then they walk away <laughs> so there is one fun nug <laughs> i have about this that movie. or no no they yeah. threw it in yeah that was they the threw big... the hook in yeah, did you not watch hook. it Jesus. i thought you watched it this time yeah i did but no. i didn't see that part he i saw where they were and it bounces off the casket <laughs> right and i'm not gonna lie <laughs> to you. all the family and friends are just like staring watching the very <laughs> last scene of this movie when i was a kid and saw this for the first time the very last part and I'm not I'm not gonna say what it was, but that scared the fudge out of me when I was a kid. For some reason, I watch it now. I'm like, how'd that scare me? But when I was a kid, it scared the shit out of me. There's one fun nugget I want to get out before we're done talking. Uh, Tony Todd, he I mean he got his regular pay, but he also negotiated every time he got stung thousand dollars a thousand dollars. He got stung twenty three times. So it's like twenty three k on top. I'll take it. I mean, he was he had bees in his mouth. Uh, Spoiler yeah. alert! Tons but. of tons of bees. He had a dental dam in that for the, in the in his mouth for that. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I love this movie. This is a classic. Uh, I feel like I liked it a lot more than you. I feel like I feel it, like I like the character Candyman better than the movie. Oh, and one part that really yeah, pissed me I off is what's his name, Ted Raimi. Remember when they're talking about oh, back yeah. in the Ted Raimi's supposed to be the cool biker guy. I'm like, he's the biggest nerd in the planet. Yeah, it's like you're saying this nerd's a cool motorcycle yeah, go down. guy. They only get to Candyman four times, and then she says, "Go downstairs." He's like, "Hey, wabadabadoo!" I'm just like, Bob. "I'm sorry, but he just has this look of not a cool dude." Yeah. Even though I think a year later he did a movie called, uh, oh, what was it called? Still Slasher. not a cool no, dude. No, it was called Skinner, where he was like the where he was like the the main uh, slasher guy, and it was like I would not be scared of this guy. He looks so weak in his face. I anyway. thought he looked. I mean, he, he, it's Ted Raimi, bro. Bro. I thought he did fine. In the but again, character. you've got some guy that looks like Fonzie that's but sitting on Ted the couch. But it's Ted Raimi. I'm going to have a beer sitting on the couch waiting <laughs> for that girl with the small tits to come in and give me a good thing. I love this movie. I give this the highest of all buys. It's close to a bone saw. I feel like the oh. ethereal. It's close. I think the ethereal highest movie, of all buys. Highest of all buys. Saw. Almost a bone. That's it's that close. It's here's the here's chisel. the thing. I feel like it's mostly for the for the like ethereal atmosphere of the whole movie. I feel like it's a great story, even though f you for doing cool stuff, something for your thesis. But no, that's that's where I land. And bees. And be, there was tons of bees. And bees. <laughs> Aberries. I give it a rent. I give it a high, solid oh, rent. But, yeah, it's exactly what I thought it might be. That's exactly which is what it was. Yeah. I, I Not love, a good You guys are movie. crazy to No, me. I love and I appreciate the Candyman character and Tony Todd. I like it. He's cool. 
he's cool looking. It's it's fun. He's scary. But I just think the movie's just it needs to be updated. Oh, and lucky for you, yeah. it potentially will be. Yeah. But uh, no, that's all I got. You guys, got anything else? No. <laughs> the third one was straight to video. Too. Uh, I think maybe this. No, the second one went to to theaters. But yeah, of course. Um, okay, so before we go, Ricky, why don't you remind the people of the question of the episode? So three bands that maybe influenced or you're just a huge fan of. That influenced you as a child, as a child in your guts. Touched your inter baby butthole. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so call that in at 3535192730. That's 3535192730. Don't forget to go to corpsecollective.com, premium.corpsecollective.net. Look us up on YouTube, on Vimeo, and on the Roku channel. But other than that, we catch you guys later. Goodbye. <laughs>